stuff. But now I find that I can, I can be an artist and I'm not really worried about trying to get a picture that looks like what I saw. I'm trying to get a picture that looks like what I wanted to see, you know? And so that's, that's really the goal. You know, there's something to be said for um, endurance. And that's what I think of when I think of uh, Tim Childers. He's been a, a longtime friend of mine, largely through my work with Discovery. But even before that, I was aware of, of uh, uh, Tim's work because he was, you know, like a lot of us back in the mid-2000s, willing to share. And, uh, you know, through his blog and then through various social media channels, and uh, YouTube, he has really committed to sharing his learning in a variety of ways, you know, and it's, it's, it's ranged from like a lot of us from a purely professional and educationally based to uh, other interests and passions that he has. And in this case, it's around photography. And I kn I've known Tim as a, an excellent photographer, but I, I think more than just his excellence, I think what I'm, what I'm always most fascinated for is his willingness to to be very transparent in his learning and, and uh, probably humble to a fault. Uh, but, you know, I think that's what appeals to me so much about what he does and others do that are willing to share the fact that, that they're learning and they don't just share their uh, greatest achievements or their perfection, but they, they share their mistakes. And that's what uh, Tim really does well as he walks you through his learning, what he's, what he's found to be successful and what he's found to be unsuccessful. And so I think all of us as somewhat, we're all aspiring photographers, I guess, in, in, in today's world. Um, uh, I hope you enjoy my conversation with Tim Childers. Um, I started off as a middle school English teacher, seventh and eighth grade. And I did that for a few years. And then it was actually my work with the Discovery Educator Network um, that got me involved with the um, computer labs at the school. And so we set up, we had five computer labs that we put every kid through, we had a thousand kids. Every kid went through there to get remediation in math and English. Did that for a while. Um, and then I became the, uh, the uh, technology support person for the uh, secondary schools in uh, Bradley County, which is Cleveland, Tennessee. And from there, it was a step into Knoxville to be an assistant principal at the Ellen and STEM Academy. Um, and I was there six years. And now I am at Fulton High School in Knoxville uh, as, a, as an assistant principal. And I am in charge of the uh, communication, small learning community. So we do audiovisual work and digital arts and those kinds of things. Um, and that's me. Yeah. And, and ever since I've known you, Tim, uh, and I'm trying to think, you know, I was trying to figure out, like, what's the first time we connected? And I don't remember it was virtually or it was face-to-face. -face, but you always had a camera in your hand <laughs> at some point. So so where where did your kind of love or, or interest in photography begin? Uh, you know, years and years ago, back in my 20s, I had a 35-millimeter film camera. And... Uh, somebody gave it to me, I think, and and I didn't have a clue what I was doing with it. And I, I was trying to learn how to use it. I made horrific images. Um, and somewhere along the line, that, that camera got stolen out of my car. 
And so I went for years without a camera. And then I just decided one day I would buy a cheap used DSLR. Um, I wanted to kind of get back into that. I, I have, I have always wanted to work creatively, but I'm not a creative person. So I can't draw, you know, and, 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 and all those kinds, I can't paint. Uh, my, my oldest daughter got all those genes uh, from somewhere. She does all that stuff. But I found that I could, I could learn to take pictures and in the editing process of those pictures, I found sort of a creative home. And, um, and plus, you know, I, I'm an introvert. I make the joke that I hate people, but I don't really hate people. I just, I need to decompress by myself. And photography is definitely a solo endeavor. And so it, it gets me out in nature and it, it gets me in different locations. And I just, I have a blast. Well, and I do definitely relate to that because I feel like for me, the, the, you know, the multimedia side of technology is really kind of my entry point of, of what got me excited about like, oh, I can communicate, I can tell stories with video or whatever that I don't know that I could have done outside of that. And I think that's probably what, you know, why we as, you know, ed tech people, however you want to define that, um, you know, we bring that into our work because we're excited about the potential and the possibility of, of what technology can do to bring out that creative side in you. So, you know, I definitely relate to that. Um, so, you know, uh, you know, you think of your sort of trajectory as a photographer. How would you sort of even look at, you know, you talk about, like, I had no skills, I didn't know what I was doing, to kind of where you are now. And I, I know just from watching your videos and things like that, you're very, uh, you know, open about the fact that you're still learning. I mean, that's why you do what sure. you do. But like, how do you kind of see yourself, you know, if you look back to where you begin with, to what you're able to do now, like what, how do you sort of track that, that journey? Well, I think like most of us, when we look back at where we started, we cringe just a little bit. <laughs> and I certainly do that. Um, you know, I, I connected with a group of photographers in Knoxville through the meetup community. And uh, I started going to meetings with them and, you know, some, some of it was training and some of it was going around Knoxville, different places and taking pictures. And I just started picking their brain about what I was doing wrong and learned an awful lot um, just from talking to them. And, uh, and then I went through this phase of, I wanted, I, I thought my creative side was, HDR photography and so an HDR photography can be quite garish looking but I thought my pictures were great <laughs> um, and so I've, I've passed through that phase um, where I really like to spend my time is in long exposure photography so that's that's sort of it, it, it just allows me to take my time think through things get get shots done um, get the composition where I want it. Um, and so over time, I've sort of gravitated to that. I, I do, you know, I, I try my hand at other things. I'm not a good street photographer. I, I'll probably never be a good street photographer. Um, I don't have, I don't have the technical knowledge to do portrait work and I don't have the equipment for that either. Um, but out in nature, 
Uh, and, you know, and, and to be honest with you, I've always considered myself to be a couch potato. I wasn't really a nature person. <laughs> I didn't go hiking and I didn't go camping, you know, but I grew up doing that kind of stuff. I grew up fishing and swimming and boating and that kind of stuff. So um, getting back out into nature has been has been probably the biggest release of that. It's interesting you mentioned, um, you know, community and, and obviously, you know, you and I both were part of and I guess in some ways always part of a community, right? Or educated yeah. communities and through, through discovery and whatnot. Um, but it's interesting that you, you talk about that. So how, like, it, just maybe expand on that a little bit from, you know, not only this group that you found locally, but through, you know, maybe online communities and, and specific people or groups that have influenced what you do. Like how, how have you sure. sort of connected with them and, and how, what's that look like? Okay. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, once you're in the den, you're always in the den. I mean, it, you know, it doesn't matter. I haven't had a Discovery uh, subscription for probably 10 years, and I, I still consider myself to be in the den. Um, so in th this group in Knoxville, it was sort of a mix of some professional photographers and some people like me who were just kind of figuring their way around. Uh, and I remember the first uh, the first meeting that I went to, I didn't know how to do something with my camera. And I approached one of the ladies there and she was like, where's your manual? Download the manual to your phone. Go sit over here and read your manual and then come back to me and ask me this question. Um, same kind of thing we do in the classroom. You know, why are you asking me this? Um, so uh, so anyway, yeah, I, I kind of learned from there how to sort of fend for myself, as it were. And then I did start. Uh, I did start following a number of photographers on YouTube to, who walk you through the process of what they're doing and the camera settings they're using. And so, you know, I, I still watch people like Thomas Heaton um, or Nick Page or um, Gavin Hardcastle, Adam Gibbs, some other people. And, and they're from all around the world. Some of them are in the UK, some in the United States, some in Canada. Uh, Peter McKinnon came on the scene a few years ago with a big splash out of Canada and he's now got like 5 million followers on, on YouTube. Um, and, and from there, not only did I sort of learn how to, to better craft my photography, but I also kind of learned a little bit of what it took to make a YouTube video to do that. <laughs> and so I, I decided I would give that a try. I'm still awful at it, but I, but, I, but I am getting better. I can, I can see after three years, I am doing better. Um, so, uh, but, but in all those things, it, and, and then the, the YouTube channel kind of connected me with some other photographers here locally. So um, uh, Phil Thatch and David Saylors and, and uh, Ron Durant, uh, to name a few. And sometimes we get together and we, we go out together and shoot pictures and talk and whatever. Um, so there is that, that community side that's, that's definitely needed because you can't learn this stuff in a vacuum. Um, but like I said, the, the, the bottom line is when you go out there and you set up a tripod and you put your camera on top of it, it's just you and the world, you know, and, and what you do is what you do and nobody else is going to either make that better or worse. It's just you. And I, I've taken some pictures that I'm really, really proud of. And I've taken some pictures that I never want the world to see in the light of day. <laughs> well, in fact, in fact, the video that I have coming out this weekend is one of those. Every picture sucks. Well, uh, and again, I, I, I you are a great video. model. 
a great model for like you're you're sharing the good, the bad, and the ugly. Like you're not afraid to say, yeah, this just didn't work. So I've always appreciated that about about that approach. But again, you talk a little bit about like being out in in nature, and it's just you and the camera. So I always, you know, the thing I'm always curious about, and it doesn't matter what passion people have. Like I've I've talked to, you know, uh, Andy Arnold, who's uh, passionate about roller derby, about Craig Badura's passionate about cooking. What is it about photography for you that I don't know if you know feeds your soul or, or, or yeah. you know sort of like get a little get a little meta on me with it in terms of like <laughs> it's not just about I snap the picture and it really looks good like talk to me a yeah. little bit about what's happening you know what is it that 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 just sort of drives you around like this is the thing I I love because you that comes through in what you share like this is something I really love to do but just talk a little well, bit about thank you. what is it what is it about it um well you know i mean like i said a part of it is the the nature part because i am going 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 all the time for my job i have a i have a three-hour round trip commute every day and i've done that now for i think 11 years maybe maybe this is my 12th year um and so to be able to find the time to just go out and decompress from all of that is, it is healing to me to do that. Um, where the creativity comes in for me is in the editing process, because in, in photography, just to, just to make this as, as simple as possible, but in photography, there are a couple of ways to shoot pictures. And one of them is to shoot the picture as a JPEG file, which is what most of us grow up doing. And in a JPEG file, the camera does all the editing for you inside the camera. So when you get a picture out, there's not much you can do to that picture. You can, you can, you know, you can choose a portrait setting or a landscape setting or something inside the camera, and it does a little bit of other stuff. But I, but I shoot in a format called RAW, and RAW is very high dynamic, high dynamic range. It comes out looking very flat, uh, very pale. There's not much there. And so then it's up to me to decide how much light, how much shadow, how much sharpness, how much contrast, um, and all of those kinds of things. And, and what am I going to do? How am I, what am I going to do with the sky? What am I going to do with this subject over here? How am I going to draw people's attention into where I want them to see? And, I, I'm, I'm getting better at that, but, but there is, um, there is something, it, it's, it's like a painter getting out of painting and, and starting from scratch. Um, when you get to the end result, it's just internally very pleasing. And it's never really mattered to me if anybody else likes my photography or not. It's always nice to get, you know, compliments or whatever, but I've never been one to take compliments. Well, anyway, I get, I get really, oh, you know, no, that's okay. Um, but now I'm to the place where almost every picture in my home is a picture that I've taken because I feel good enough about it that I can decorate with it. Um, and, and that's pleasing to me as well, to know that there's a piece of me hanging on the wall there. Um, and, and so that, that creative piece, um, you know, like I, like I said, I've just never really considered myself to be creative. Um, uh, you know, the only thing that I was ever really able to do was a little bit of singing. 
Uh, I couldn't play instruments. I couldn't do any of that stuff. But now I find that I can, I can be an artist and I'm not really worried about trying to get a picture that looks like what I saw. I'm trying to get a picture that looks like what I wanted to see, you know? And so that's, that's really the goal. So one other element that, that I think is, is interesting for you is that not only do you, you know, um, enjoy this passion photography, but you've been very, um, I would say pretty, uh, prolific or for sure consistent in sharing your learning. So this isn't just something that Tim Childers does in private and he enjoys it. Although, you know, you've described that part of it, that that's just you and the camera yeah. and the editing and all that stuff. But you have made a concentrated effort to share your journey. And again, and I know that the way you share it is not just saying, here's the awesome picture I took, give me a bunch of likes. You yeah. create videos that say, here's what I was trying to do. Uh, here's where it didn't go right. Here's where it did go right. And, and you know, because I've watched you know, a number of your videos and some of them are like, basically you've started off by saying, you're going to watch a disaster take place yeah. and you kind of show it but then the next time you you know it's like here's where things really went well and i had it you know so what why why bother doing that like what's that about well you know i i'm an educator i've been an educator since i guess i was a teenager i knew that's where i wanted to be was in some kind of teaching position of some sort and so as i moved along i thought i could start this channel <clears throat> I really didn't have any expectation of getting many followers or many views. And I still don't get a lot of views. I'm fine with that. But what I was trying to do was take people like me who are struggling and think that they're, what they're doing is useless to get them to see that there's value in the process. That's, that's really where it started. And I thought that I would create a channel that was sort of a, a, uh, a training channel for aspiring photographers like me. That's where I, that's sort of the angle I came from. And I soon learned that I, I wasn't any good at that. Um, what I, what I am better at, and it took me, it took me a couple of years to figure this out, but what I'm better at is trying to tell a story. I, I like to engage people in the story process. It's what I tried to do with my blog, which I hope to get back to after I retire. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I want to do some writing after I'm after I'm not killing myself in education. Um, and so I have I have always maybe that's the creative side of me that's always been there is I've always been somewhat of a storyteller. And so my channel is becoming more and more of that. Um, and so now the, the comments that I get, I mean, I get, I get comments about, you know, that's a great picture. That's a whatever, but, but the comments that I get now on my videos are, I love your relaxed style. I love your storytelling. I, I love the way you're just sort of, you know, sharing. Um, I'm not really trying to teach much as such, except to tell people in this particular shot, these are the camera settings that I used <clears throat> may work for you, may not. But the process of getting there and the process of going through what I'm doing and the process of what's happening afterward, all that that story arc that's there, I, I find I find fun. I just find it fun. It doesn't really matter if anybody ever watches them. I just get a kick out of making them. 
<laughs> no, and and you know, I think I think that's that's always been sort of my thing. Like I I kind of do it for other people, but I also do it for myself because I think it's a good process to kind of just unpack my thinking and and I have that sure. that I have that kind of ongoing documentation of you know, some of the dumb things I did think about or well, but and, I have and, it. And it's And I'll be honest with you, part of part of this came from you. You are to blame. Uh, because years years ago, uh, you did a little thing called a walk and talk video with your phone. Yeah, I emulated that for a while uh, doing that, and it 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 got me comfortable in front of the camera. Um, now, am I comfortable in front of the camera down on a sidewalk somewhere where twenty five people are walking past me? No, I, I'm not like nah, I'm not doing that here. Um, but uh, it it did it did really inspire me that way. To, to be in front of the camera and just to talk to people. Well, and I think that's, you know, you're, you're saying what you're trying to do hopes to encourage others. And that's why I do, you know, you sort of do what you do. You hope that maybe somebody finds some value out. And I think that's just been the power of the internet. Yeah. You know, that like I, this is not about, you know, 9 million people or anything else. It's about like, hey, a couple people found that valuable. That seems to be. Well, and you know, something came home to me the other day because I I did a photo walk with uh, David Sailor. He's he's known as the Georgia photographer. We went down to Rossville, Georgia, which is sort of a, it used to be a nice place. Okay. So we were taking pictures of buildings and things like that. And, and David was making a video for his YouTube channel. And so he put it up. I'm there. We talked for a little bit. I hired a painter. <laughs> to come and paint our front porch. And he was like, did I see you on a photography video not too long ago? Um, it just randomly came up in his feed and he decided to watch it. And and that kind of stuff happens. You you just, you reach people, you never, you never know you reach them, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Well, one, one last question that I like to ask, and again, the answer can be nothing or it could be more, but how or has your passion for photography influenced or spilled over to your life as an educator? Like, are, are there, are there lessons? Are there um, elements of that that has, that have supported you as an educator or do you see them as two completely separate things and you're just happy to keep them that way? No, I think there's, I think there's a couple of things there. Uh, that's, that's a great question. So, um, when it comes to making presentations, you know, Google Slides, PowerPoint, whatever, I am a big believer that images speak louder than words. I'm the one that needs to do the talking, not the slide. And so I have used my own photography as the images that tell the story I'm telling when I'm doing professional development training. And part of the training that I've wound up doing because of that is to teach other educators just, you know, how to use their phone to go out and snap some really nice pictures, edit it just a little bit in Snapseed and use those images to tell the stories that they're trying to get across to their kids. So um, that has, that has definitely been uh, tied into what I do as an administrator as someone who does professional development. Um, the other side of that too, I think, is that because I've been doing this, I think I'm a lot calmer. I used to be pretty hyper and I didn't handle bad news well. <laughs> and, and maybe it's the fact that I just turned 64, I don't know. But um, 
but I find that this almost meditative approach to this landscape photography that I'm doing is, is really changing me internally in a, in a better way. Well, that's, that's interesting. Uh, it's funny if just, we're just as a, in fact, as our, um, our intern, one of our internal uh, teams at work, reading a book called The Burnout Fix. And, and the chapter we just finished reading is on leveraging leisures. And, I, and I, as you're talking, I was thinking specifically about these three ideas of solitude, sanctuary, and silence. And how your passion for photography really almost feeds all of those three things. It does, yeah. You know, like the idea of, of just sort of being alone with your thoughts sometimes and, and not having the distractions that, that exist and being out in nature. And so... Um, I, I think you're you're you set yourself up for for I think there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, you know kind of wellness um, elements to to having a passion like like that you do and the way that you approach it. So is there is there any other question that I didn't ask you that you wanted <laughs> that you thought I should have asked? That way, it keeps me off. Um, I, you know, I can't think of any. Um, I I I love taking pictures. I love watching other people learn how to take pictures. Um, and I, I hope that, that I can take pictures right up until my dying day. That's, I mean, that's, um, how I plan to spend my retirement years is trying to figure out how to afford to go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, again, I appreciate, I appreciate the fact that you do share and, and you do take some wonderful pictures and it's, it's just interesting to kind of see and watch your, your journey. So uh, thanks for taking the time to chat today. It was great. I'm glad you wanted to talk. Thank All you. All right. Take care. Okay.